You're listening to episode 58 of the Broken Glass Podcast, building a more inclusive industry with Athena. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today I have Athena with me. She is an artist and musician currently based in Nashville, Tennessee. So welcome to the podcast, Athena. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really, really excited to be here with you today. I am so happy to have you here. Uh, you have some really cool things going on. So let's just dive right in. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, artist, musician, I, I just moved to Nash, uh, Nashville yeah, from New Orleans and I just came out with a single I'm really excited about. Um, I've been a pianist since I was like five years old. My grandmother was a concert pianist and her mother was also a concert pianist. So it kind of just followed through the generations. And um, ever since I was little, I've always really wanted to be a musician. I just didn't really know where I fit in. And I think I'm just now finding that out, which is kind of crazy, like 25 years old. Like now I know where I belong, (laughs) which is just really funny. But um, yeah, this is what I've always wanted to do. I'm really excited to be in Nashville. The opportunities are just endless. Um, Yeah, I'm Greek. So I'm thinking about putting out a song in Greek soon. I don't know if it's going to be a cover or one of my own, but it's a big uh, part of who I am. So I want to share that with all my friends, family, and fans. So yeah. That would be really cool. I don't think I've ever heard anything in Greek. So (laughs) I'd definitely be interested in in listening. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And I kind of, I found it interesting what you said, you're, you know, you just kind of found your place, but I feel like we're always evolving, right? Like we're always changing. And, um, you know, even for me, I, um, so I work full time for a company right now, but I'll be shifting out of that. And it was kind of like, what am I going to do? Who am I? (laughs) Like that's been my identity for five years. And you're, you're just kind of like, all right, well now it's time to build something else, I guess, and find my, find, find my place in the world. That's not in that corporate nine to five, lifestyle, right? Oh, you so are I, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. But you know, kudos to you for, for making that move because, you know, I know it's not easy. I've done, I've done a move too. And it's, it's not easy to pick up your life and to move to another city and state. But I think, you know, I know you're just getting settled. And for me, I've been here for about five years now. And I think it's a great move because I came to LA for the music industry and you've gone to Nashville for the music industry. And once you really get out and start, start meeting people and and getting involved, it's, I think you're going to, you're going to find really amazing things. And like you said, there's so much going on there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's crazy. I, I joined some Nashville musician groups and the amount of knowledge and accessibility to people within the music industry that want to help grow your brand is just phenomenal. Um, I went to school for music industry studies actually at uh, Loyola in New Orleans. So 
um, I could learn about the business side and it's just been, I, I really can't get over how easy it is here to do music in new Orleans. It's a whole nother beast, you know, here people are like, okay, I'll help you with that. I'll help you with that. And it's like, ah, it's so nice. <laughs> That's what I've heard about Nashville. I've heard that it's, it's such a great community and that everybody's just willing to help everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's a lot of you know, really awesome women here that are doing their thing. And I mean, of course there's women in the music industry, but it's, it's not as common as seeing as a man, a man in the industry. And there's so many prosperous women, like my producer, Justine Blazer. She's, I mean, amazing. She's so knowledgeable in what she does and all she wants to do is help and support. And, you know, it's just, she's so motivating, just who she is and what she does. It's, it's great. And people here are just awesome in general. So yeah, it's been a great experience so far. Yeah. And I, I love finding people like that who are willing to help and support, especially women. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but just to find the people that you connect with and, you know, who are willing to, to help you and to highlight you and to, to, you know, have you be successful. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really amazing when you can find that group. And, um, like I said, Nashville, I've heard is such a great place for that. So I think you're definitely in the right place for your, for your career going forward. Um, so let's go back a little bit. Um, you mentioned that you played piano growing up. Um, what, what really got you started in music and interested you about getting, uh, your degree in music industry and, and pursuing that as a career? Yeah. So, I mean, again, it was pretty much my grandmother. I remember, and I have the worst memory <laughs> in the entire world, but I remember this extremely vividly. I was sitting on the bench of the piano that she actually gifted me when I was five. And we were sitting next to each other and she was playing for Elise on the piano. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, this is, this is what I want to do. <laughs> so ever since then, you know, I've been in piano lessons. Um, well, I had been um, from age five to 17 and I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what makes me happy. Um, and then I found the blues, you know, I, I started listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith and all these amazing women, oh, Billie Holiday. I, I mean, I could go on. I completely obsessed and that's all I was listening to for a while. And um, it really inspired me. And not only that, like they're they're voluptuous women. So I was like, hell yeah, like, <laughs> let's bomb. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I know I'm getting off track, but um, that's what really got me into it. And when I was deciding on a career, you know, the only thing that stuck in my head was music because music was my whole life. And I, I had always wanted to be a doctor. And then I was like, really bad at math. <laughs> so Same here. I was like, that's not going to happen. So <laughs> I'm just going to see if there's a music industry option. And I was like, Oh my God, there's a business to music. And so it just, it kind of just happened that way. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, kind of mine too, is I didn't realize till I went to college and went to orientation that there was actually a music business degree and that you can yeah. actually pursue that. Like, you know, it made sense when I thought about it, you know, Oh yeah. Like there has to be business behind all that, <laughs> but right? it, it just never occurred to me that was something that was a viable career option. Yeah, no, same. Exactly. I was like this, there's no way people just, you become famous and then they're taken <laughs> care of, <laughs> yeah. you know, but no, there's a whole industry. Yeah. Well, you, and you've kind of learned about that too now, not just in school, but hands-on because you're an artist 
and you just recently released a single. I think it was just this week, right? Yeah, I released a single on October 13th. It's called Messy. Yeah, I would love to hear kind of about the, the process behind that, I guess, as an artist. And then also, you know, from that business standpoint, how how you went about getting that all together, especially right now when, you know, with COVID and, and not being able to, to do as much as we normally can, just how you were able to kind of get out and promote that and, and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So with Messy, um, I really was trying to find my brand with this song. So um, I dyed my hair crazy color. I found a marketing team, B Squared Management. I found a videographer that had the vibe that I was going for. And it was kind of like piecing who I wanted to be as an artist together. Um, because I mean, everyone has like a stage person, right? Like on the side, this is not, I'm not glamorous. Like those pictures, I'm usually wearing a cow onesie, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's kind of what, what got it started. And it really helped me grow into who I want to be as a musician and who I want to, um, brand myself as. Um, but it was kind of COVID like, okay, this is, I hope this isn't, doesn't come off the wrong way, but it was a blessing and a curse, um, a curse because obviously can't do anything, can't go out and do shows, et cetera. But, um, because just moving to Nashville, I was kind of able to settle in and kind of figure out what and who I wanted to be. So I can have that ready for when things get rolling and there was no pressure to go out and perform yet when I only have like one song hopefully by the end of this whole pandemic i'll have five or six songs under my belt and i'll feel really comfortable with it so i can go out and actually perform but as of right now just going out and performing just doesn't seem like a great idea just for me personally yeah no and i i get it for me too it was uh you know the same thing blessing and a curse um you know i think for a lot of people they've really been able to develop different parts of their business right and they've been able to see to pivot and to see what works and um you know between artists and labels and, and even uh concerts you know mm -hmm. we can't go out to concerts but just to see how the industry has shifted and one of my favorite artists he's doing a drive-through tour so oh, cool. he's yeah so he's doing um he's done a couple across the country and in, in november he's going to do a couple more but you know basically sets up two to three nights at you know an area that does is starting to do these drive-ups and you know he'll do the concert and you just drive up in your car and he's that live streamed awesome. it. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see how people are shifting and, and just making the best of it. Yeah. And I think the people that are doing that, that are pivoting, that are spending time on their craft and learning and practicing. And, and like you said, you know, you're writing and you're, you're, you want to have, you know, so many songs out. I think those are the people that are really going to go places because you know, they're, yeah. they're really working hard. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, I know everybody's got different situations, you know, and, and is going through different things right now, but, um, you know, it, it's really helping us kind of transform. And a lot of people are starting businesses too, which I find is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was listening to a, a news podcast and they actually focused on that, how people are starting, these businesses because they lost their jobs or they, their hours got cut 
And some of the things that people are coming out with for products or services are actually really cool. So it's, it's really, you know, I think a lot of times we go through these recessions, um, you know, in, in our economy and really cool things come out of it. So I'm, I'm excited as, as hard as it's been and, and as terrible as it's been, I'm excited to see, you know, how artists like you, you know, kind of come out of this and, and, and the creative work that you do. So, um, kind of yeah. went way off track, but, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no. So, so that's really awesome. And then, you know, the fact that you were like, how, how can I reinvent myself? Yeah. Um, uh, so that, I think that was awesome too. And then when you were, you released it, did you do, did you do any kind of like live streams or how did that kind of release look for you? Yeah. So I actually, um, did a giveaway that was like my main thing where um it was the the general social media giveaway you know you get a 50 dollars amazon gift card you get a merch shirt and stickers that i haven't released yet and they're going to be the first person to have it and see it type of thing um so that was really cool um a lot of promo pictures i worked with um this amazing young photographer so we had like 42 pictures done and just trying to find the right hashtags the right target audience work really closely with b squared management and uh jordan birdie so they can kind of help me starting help me start growing my audience and, and figure out my platform i haven't done anything um like going live on other people's pages but i did obviously do like igtv and all the social media dues Uh, for a release. Um, Yeah, I'm still just kind of figuring it out. You know, it's weird because I've been a music manager before and like a booking agent and I've done all of the behind the scenes work for other artists. But now that I'm doing it for myself, I'm like a deer in the headlights. Like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's been a learning experience. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess as an artist, it's, you know, a little bit different. It's your, your project, right? And yeah, um, it's, it's different than handling somebody else's work. And it's, you know, you want to make sure you do right by you. So, but that's, that's really cool. And there's just so much out there too, for promotion. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are, someone mentioned, what was it? Um, is it Twitch? I, I'm, not up with all the social media. <laughs> I think somebody mentioned Twitch and I was like, what is that? And I had to go research. I think that was the one. And then, you know, with TikTok too, um, you know, yeah, I, I basically funny. stick to Instagram and Facebook because <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's so overwhelming. And, and I think, you know, when you work with someone like, you know, a great, a great company, like, you know, B squared or, or other management companies who that's, that's their job. They're going to help you find like you, mention your target market where they are and you might not need all the the different um platforms right but yeah no, that's really absolutely. cool that you were able to yeah you um, i'll have to go check out your igtv because um i like watching those so i'll uh, <laughs> definitely go check that out and i'll, I'll share a link to your uh, instagram so um, my listeners can find you and can go find that as well oh awesome thank you so much um, yeah not a problem at all and you're also releasing a video for it, right? For the single? Yeah, I'm, oh my God, it's going to be really weird. <laughs> it's it's going to be amazing, <laughs> but it's, it's it's got some weird parts. But yes, I'm re- releasing the music video on Halloween, actually. So that's going to be super cool, super spooky. Okay. Yeah, well, this will, um, this episode will go live before that. So um, we'll make sure to send everybody over to your, uh, is it going to go on YouTube or... 
Yes, it's going to go okay. on YouTube, and then I, I need to figure out about Vivo. I don't, I don't know. Again, I'm like I'm <laughs> figuring things out. So, but yes, yeah. definitely YouTube. It's going to be on my website, um, AthenaOfficial.com. Uh, so yeah, that'll be there. We'll definitely send everybody over there. Um, so you, the focus on, I think you'd mentioned a little bit is about body positivity. Um, I kind of want to chat a little bit about that and the message that you want to send your audience in the industry kind of through that video and, and through your work. Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually body positivity on, on both sides, not only just women, but also men. Um, there's a, <laughs> there's a scene in the music video where there's two guys having a pillow fight. I'm very excited about that one. Um, one of them, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> one of them is actually my boyfriend. Um, and he's just like having the best time with the model uh, Colby. <laughs> he's amazing. But, um, I'm, I'm a full figured woman. I always have been my entire life and it's, it's been difficult, probably not as difficult as other women but uh because i i just <laughs> run away <laughs> but i'm i'm starting to kind of stand up for myself a little bit more and it's it's difficult um trying to wear the things that i want to wear etc but anyway in the video i'm wearing things that of course like i would never <laughs> never wear those things in the video uh, or in, in real life and uh, it was hard to push myself but uh even though I don't have this sort of influence uh, yet, it's my dream too. Um, you know, if one plus size woman or plus size man or plus size non-binary individual, you know, whatever, um, is watching this video and they're like, wow, like she is a, she's a, a big lady and she's like rocking it and she looks really comfortable. That makes me feel more comfortable. Like that's what I really want to do. I want to just help people find their comfort and, and who, how beautiful they are, no matter what they look like. They can be, be big or small or what have you, you know, I, I want to normalize it as much as possible. I don't like the idea of, oh my God, you're so brave <laughs> for, for wearing that. Oh my God. Like plus size, you know, it's just, this is who I am. This is how I look. I don't want it to be a big deal. I just want it to be normal. Like why does it have to be such a big deal? you know, that I'm doing something a, a smaller person would do. Like, why do you have to point right. out? You know what I mean? And it's going to take a long time for that to happen in society because we're just so like, you know, prone and we were so taught from media and pretty much what people handpicked for us to learn. Um, it's going to be really difficult, but I had a lot of fun. Um, I had Colby, who is the the model in the in the video, he's like a super fit dude, and I'm just like this chunky woman, uh, and I'm just like screw you, dude, and it was just great. <laughs> it was just, it was awesome. So a lot of body positivity in that, a lot of different outfit changes that wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily see on a plus size body in the media, but I think I looked pretty hot. So <laughs> I I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, no, I love that message. I mean it's, you see people like, and like you mentioned, people handpicked everything for us to see out, you know, and for the longest time, it was the super skinny models, right? And yeah. not real people. And I think, um, is it Airy um, by American Eagle? Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if you follow them at all, but you go on their website and I love what they're doing is 
they're actually, the models are real people. So every size, every shape. And I think that's really awesome. And, and I love that people are really starting to, to see that, right. To, yeah. to, to, to bring in these real people. And I, I think it's them too. They won't touch up. Like if someone has stretch marks, yeah. mm-hmm. they won't touch that up. They'll leave it. And I think that's so important. And it's, it's sending a message to women and girls. Cause it's a lot of, of younger girls that shop that brand uh, that it's okay to be who you are, you know? And, and so that's why I love your message. And the music industry, it's just so hard. It gets, you know, so judgmental, even just, being a woman, right? It's, it's hard yeah. and, and, and difficult to, to get your foot in the door or to, you know, do things. And you, you mentioned, um, you know, someone telling you that's brave. And I, I've had that for just moving across the country or for wanting to start my own business. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if that guy over there did it, yeah. would you say no, the same right. thing to him? Hell no. They'd be like, so yeah. No, so I, it. yeah, <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's just, um, it's something we need to just, I think, shift our, our, our mindset and, um, but have more, you know, like, like you're doing, like, just, this is who I am. And, 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 you know, I don't care what you think and I'm going to, going to be me and, and wear what I want to wear. And I think that's, that's awesome. It's a great message to send. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's not easy. You know, it's not like, I'm still struggling with it. Like even a couple of days ago, I, I texted my um, videographer and I'm like, Hey, like, please make sure that I don't look like this in this scene. You know what I mean? It's still going to be really hard. It's not, it's not ever going to, I mean, it'll get easier, but um, again, I just kind of want to think of like, I have plus size friends and and when they see the video, I know they're going to be super stoked and happy, you know, because they want to do that type of stuff too. And I hope that I can motivate them. But anyway, I talk a lot. (laughs) It's quite all right. No, and I think too, you know, it's, it's just about, you know, kind of doing, doing, you do you, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Don't, and don't let what, yeah, and don't let what other people say, like, you know, I, 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 um, I write articles for a website and, you know, even though I've had fairly decent, you know, good responses, um, you know, uh, comments and all that. I'm like waiting for the day that somebody says something mean because, and I'm just gonna be like, no, you know, it's, it's just, you you can see those comments and then just, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I always believe you do you and I don't care what other people think. That's, that's my whole life philosophy. So, yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. And I, I really have been taught by the women that I love in the entertainment industry, um, not only from music, but like Ashley Graham, Iskra Lawrence, she actually models for Aerie and I, I adore her. Um, Dita Von Teese, she's a very petite woman, but you know, she has a lingerie line that goes up to like really big sizes and it's just you don't really see that with like with lingerie and that that even though it's like right. a little thing a little thing to some people that's like a huge deal and mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I actually I, I met her because I'm just completely obsessed with her and I was like in high school I used to wear a jacket every day you know just to hide what I looked like and I told her that she was part of the reason why I stopped wearing a jacket because she was just so confident and she promoted plus size bodies and yada yada and she goes why you're hot and I was like (gasps) like (laughs) (laughs) 
my jaw just dropped to the floor. It was crazy. It, it was just nice. And women like that are so important in the music industry because people listen, you know, people watch mm -hmm. and it's, it's just very helpful. And I hope one day that I can be that for somebody. It doesn't have to be a lot of people. It's just one person. Like I said, it'd be great. Yeah. I was going to say just, you know, if, if you can impact one person, you know, and change their, their perception or their mindset or, you know, their life, like, you know, you did with, uh, the, the, what was her name? The, the one for the lingerie. Oh, uh, Iskra Lawrence. Yeah. Iskra. She's okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rita. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, if it's just, you know, even if it's just one person, you know, you're, you're making an impact. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess kind of along the same lines, um, you know, we, we mentioned that even just being a woman in the industry, it's, it's hard. Um, have you come across any, any kind of resistance as a, an artist and musician, um, even just being female? And, and if you did, how did you overcome that? Well, um, so far with my music, I have not. Um, I have had, obviously I'm not going to say who it was, but when I first got here, I was looking for a producer and um, I messaged a bunch of people. And, and one of the guys was like trying to insinuate um, intimacy as payment for his. Oh, yeah. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? Like this is a professional, wow. this is a business. What are you doing? I, you know, I didn't respond, but yeah, I, um, when I was doing music managing, uh, that's when it was, probably the worst. I had just moved to New Orleans and I became a music manager at 18 years old when I just started working uh, at an internship. And um, I met these guys, they were, you know, a little older and they were just really terrible to me. And they were like, well, you're a young woman. How are you supposed to know what to do? And it's like, you're the one that wants me as a manager. If you don't want me as a manager, then you can just say that. Don't demean me because I'm right. a young, a young professional. You know what I mean? Especially being a woman. But they also like. I hope this isn't too much to say, but um, there was a point where I really realized that being a woman in the industry was, um, what is it? What I can't even think of the word. It's um, it's a bad thing. At that point, it was bad to be mm -hmm. a woman because um, there was like a creepy guy following me around at a venue and we were like four hours away from home. And I went up to the bassist and I was like, yeah, this guy's following me. I'm really scared. And he goes, he, he told me you're at a bar and you're a young, pretty girl. You should expect to be raped. And he said that, he said that. And I was like, oh my God, Wow. like this can't keep happening. Like this, right. obviously Instead of happened. Instead oh of protecting you or telling you to, you know, what to, that's, that's incorrect. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. And that's always going to stick with me. And I think that's why I want to send such a positive message, not mm -hmm. only with my music, but I will always be a part of the music business. And even though I'm trying to pro promote my music, I want to promote my intelligence uh, in the industry. And that has to change. Like there's no way in hell that that is acceptable. So yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, that's why I really like that. There's a lot of these groups with, um, you know, with women. Um, I mean, there's a, a Facebook group I'm a part of and it's, it's all uh, women in the industry. Uh, and I'm also 
still part of a group of music products industry. But even, even that aside, you know, there's a lot of men out there who are incredible supporters. Oh yeah. Um, you know, who really want to promote. And that's why, like you said that about, you know, after you, you told them what was going on and it's just, it, it kind of blows my mind when people are saying those kinds of things and aren't supportive. Right. Like yeah. I, I just, I guess it's just because I've had such a good experience in my, my career where I've had, you know, the men that I've worked with really support me and try to, you know, help me grow in my career and reach new opportunities. And then when you hear something like that, it's just like, you're taking a back. What year is yeah. it? What year yes. is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, so. I agree wholeheartedly. And I have, I mean, countless experiences with every gender that has been really positive, but you know, most of the negative ones that stand out are usually, you know, a certain demographic, <laughs> a certain yeah. type of person. Um, but, you know, that's, that's kind of the whole thing. Like, I'm not going to judge you for who you are, what you look like, what your sex is, what right. your gender, what your color is. But um, yeah, no, it was just insane. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I quit. <laughs> but I'm done. <laughs> Well, I guess that's maybe the good thing about being stuck in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know. But, but I mean, even just that email that you, you had like that, you know, that's still, I feel like that's still unacceptable. And, and, you know, I think everybody, you know, no matter who you are, what you believe in, what you look like, we're all people and we're all just trying to, to make it work. So just be supportive. You know, I just... I hear these stories and I'm just like, I can't believe that this is happening. Yeah, no, I agree. hundred percent. Anyway, (laughs) still trying to get that. I'm like, I I'm still, I'm some of these stories leave me speechless. I know. know. Um, uh, kind of, I guess moving, you know, a little bit, uh, towards what's coming up. Um, you know, you mentioned that you're, you're hoping to have some, some more songs written and recorded. Um, is there anything else kind of coming up on the horizon that you're, you're looking forward to? And, you know, I guess once too, once we can start doing shows again, getting out, um, I know you're just settling in Nashville, but, uh, you know, is there anything coming up that you're, you're really looking forward to? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I have, I, I don't know when I was going to say this, but I guess I'll say it now. I'm really excited about it. So I'm just going to say it. Um, I'm going to be releasing. (laughs) I was just deciding now. Um, I'm going to be releasing uh, a Christmas song uh, next month. I'm really, really excited. I'm a huge Christmas fan. So um, yeah, new song next month. And on top of that, I'm also going to release an original next month as well. Um, I don't know what date yet. It's probably going to be later November, but uh, yeah, no, super stoked about that. Um, but once things start opening up, um, start touring, um, I've planned out some spaces to go and, and actually perform outside of Nashville. I kind of want to, like as a booking agent before, I want to look at Asheville and, and Knoxville, Memphis, those areas. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm taking over uh, Instagram for B squared, I believe on the 26th or 28th. Let me, let me check. That's so professional. I totally remember this information. Uh, <laughs> well, when you got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I look at my calendar. I'm like, Oh, you go. Um, yeah. So the 28th I have, 
I have that. And then I have another interview on the 26th with Mike, Mike Wagner from iHeartRadio. So yeah, a lot of stuff. Ooh, that's exciting. Through. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. I'm really stoked. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I will um, also put that in the show notes. That way people can uh, tune in and follow and, and see you do the takeover. So that'll be a lot of fun, I think. And then uh, sounds like you're really, you know, ready to just dive into everything, especially once we get, I guess, released out into the world. (laughs) Put it that way, I guess. So um, yeah, I I mean, I know like venues are having a hard time too, because, you know, at least the small ones, because it's, you know, without shows and, and being, allowing people to congregate, you know, it's, I've started following, what is it? Save our stages. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing. And, um, kind of interesting when I, I was following, I think it was, it's a taking back Sunday. Um, they did something associated with save our stages. And there was some comment where it was like, um, you know, some of the people have lost their job. It was, it was something really, the person that was commenting, didn't think anything of it, mm-hmm. but it was, it's like, saving our stages isn't just about the band. <laughs> it's about yeah. the venue. It's about the employees. It's about the tour, you know, the crew that tours and the people who do merch. And it's, it's a whole, I don't think people realize how big our industry is and I how mean, many yeah. moving parts there are. Um, so we, you know, we need these small venues and, you know, especially for, you know, smaller artists, they can't go play stadiums and arenas Mm -hmm. right we we need those smaller venues for the you know the artists or the people who want more intimate um audiences you know they don't want the big you know because i actually i prefer small venues i i don't like going to arena shows (laughs) so yeah i'm right there with Um, you i I 100 agree one thing that i've been seeing kind of circulating um uh live shows like it's what is it called it's like live shows but it's on your phone like going live on instagram and it'll be venues that don't have any anyone in there except for the artists and they just post it on their facebook and people can tune in and they pay a ticket fee so that's that's, really cool yeah that's what we've come to (laughs) which is you know, crazy. But again, I agree with you. Um, so many people in the industry lost their jobs and they don't have other means of supporting their family, etc. So I'm happy that they've found some kind of solution. And um, I'm actually going to a show on the 24th. I'm going to go see Big Frida and, and some other like drag queen acts. Um, I don't remember what it was called. It was like Say It Loud or something. Ugh, again, I have the worst memory in the whole world, but it's a drive-in <laughs> Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, it's a drive-in show, like uh, you said that you had um, had seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's exciting that they're finding ways. Um, I just hope that yeah. things open up soon. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go research this. I'm just writing it down. Yeah, because um, that's a cool way to to save the venues too. So absolutely. As we wrap up here a little bit, um, do you have any resources that you'd recommend for for other women looking to start in the industry, um, either as an artist or as uh, you know, manager, booking agent, uh, kind of I guess things along the lines of your experience? Yeah. So 
I really think that it's important that people realize what they need, not what they want. So when you start out as a musician, from my personal experience, you don't need a manager. You know, you really don't need to spend that much money uh, on a manager. Um, a booking agent, I don't think you need. Um, you can do that yourself. It's really not too much, especially when you're starting. But I do think having a marketing company behind you, and I keep plugging B Squared, but I just absolutely adore Birdie. You know, she's just great. Um, you know, they're, they're teaching me a lot and they provide a lot of different services. So finding a marketing company that'll help you with your social media, help you with your content, your brand, your logo, blah, 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 has just been a blessing and finding a good producer who you feel, feel comfortable and vibe with, you know, those are two really, really important things that though Birdie's company and Justine are the only reason I was able to release a song within three months of moving here and have a music video coming out in a couple weeks. They're the only reason. So that's, that would be my advice. Yeah. And like you mentioned, you know, you don't need, you know, somebody to do everything for you, but just, I always say, you know, understand what you're good at and what you like. Mm -hmm. And then if there's something that, you know, you're not good at and you can outsource, you know, do it, right? Especially a lot of us, you know, a lot of artists starting out and people building their businesses, they start as they're working full time. So they have a full time job and then this is their side gig, right? And they're trying to build it up. And I know for me, trying to build my business with a full time job, it's overwhelming to think, okay, now I need to do social media and now I need to do accounting and now I need to do. Yeah. You know, marketing, all the things that are involved in, in a, your business or your artist career. So just really understanding what you're good at and then outsourcing. I have somebody who's going to be helping me with more of my social media because I just, I just ignore it because I don't have time for it. I'd rather be creating, you know, the podcast episodes or managing that part of it. Right. So I think what yeah. you said is very important kind of really understanding what, what you need. And then, you know, finding someone who can help you with maybe just a piece of it, right? And that takes it off of you. And um, you have somebody who's expert in their field and knows exactly, you know, how to reach that audience that you're, you're looking for. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's just trying to have their business work. So, of course, they're going to want to take your money and convince you that their services are needed at that time, you mm -hmm. know, and you just kind of have to figure out what your budget is and what you think is, is needed at that specific time. You know, mm -hmm. like, I know I don't need a manager right now, maybe eventually, but what I do need is somebody to help me with all the things I stated previously. So yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. No. And you definitely picked a, a good company to go with. I, yeah. I definitely, definitely agree on that part. Um, I guess, my next question is what, what piece of advice, but I think that's kind of along the, the advice line as well. Um, so two, two last questions here before we finish up. Um, do you have any favorite books or podcasts or artists? I know you mentioned some artists that inspire you, but you know, books or podcasts or what really inspires you and your music? What inspires me and my music? That's a great question. I think what inspires me is art and women and and other people's music and you know my family history and my grandmother playing piano and wanting to make her proud but i just i feel so much influence from art just art around me in, in every sense of the word whether it be paintings or 
um, again, other people's music is just so inspiring. The, the feelings that I feel because of other people's lyricism and their, um, you know, their music is just phenomenal. I, you know, I don't, I have, I don't get that type of pleasure from anything else, you know, um, being able to share that. So I think that would be my answer. Like I said, growing up listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Bessie Smith and especially Billie Holiday, um, you know, has, was a huge influence on me. So I really vibe with that. Um, oh, and there's this, you know, this podcast that I'm obsessed with. It's called Broken Glass Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, um, you know, I listen to a lot of what you put out there. And I think what you're doing is phenomenal and you're very easy to talk to. So, I mean, you are also very inspiring. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course. All right. And our last question here, um, where can my audience find you, connect with you, find your music? find your videos. Yeah. So pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Pandora. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I'm trying to do a little bit more with TikTok. I have like 25,000 followers. So I'm trying to boost that. Um, Facebook, pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Pretty much Apple, iTunes. <laughs> okay. I will, uh, I'll link to some of those, especially the YouTube because we want to see your video come out the end of the month. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so excited. It's, oh, it's going to be so weird. I'm stoked. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited about it too. So I'll definitely link to all those in the show notes so my audience can find you, connect with you, and find all your music. And thank you so much for coming on today, Athena. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure speaking with you. This was really great. It's my first podcast. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, Visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.